Hello, welcome back to our Knowledge is Going Digital podcast series. I am your host, Hetty Lawrence, and today we are going to talk about the new thought leadership program being introduced this year at the Knowledge 2020 Digital Experience. Now, this was something we were very excited about uh, for our live experience in Orlando, uh, and it's been a very interesting pivot for us moving this plan from live to digital. Joining me for this conversation are Gina Marchese, our speaker and content senior manager here at ServiceNow. And we also have a very special guest joining us today is Shep Hyken, who is a customer service and experience expert. Welcome to you both. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us, Hetty. Of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to be hosting both of you today. How about we start by learning a little about you both? Shep, let's see if I can stump you here. I'd love to know what your favorite food is. Good food. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm partial to amazing Italian food. I don't mm. know. I love pretty much everything, but Italian, that may be it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that loud and clear. Gina, how about you? What's your favorite food before we start getting serious about thought leadership? He totally took my answer. I married an Italian. I married married an Italian so I could eat pasta because I do not look like a Gina Marchese. If anyone's ever met me, I look like a Shannon O'Boyle. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) in all fairness, I love it. Well, I have a pasta addiction, so the three of us can go ahead and be best friends. <laughs> Love it. All right. So, Hetty, favorite pasta? Oh, my gosh. I actually cooked pasta a lot in Italy. I've, I've done several app- apprenticeships, and I like... Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> sure. <was>. I, <laughs> I know. Can we just talk? Let's just talk about me. Um, I, I love... I love making my own pasta. So whatever it is that I, I pair with pasta, I like hand pulled or handmade noodles. I'm a, I'm a noodle person. So we can talk about pasta snobbery, but I'd love to get back to thought leadership. And I, I'm going to pick on Gina first. Um, Gina, everyone who is listening to this podcast should know what I know. And that is that you helped to develop knowledge is thought leadership programs is huge. Um, and I'd love an overview. What is, what was the impetus behind all of this? Well, you're very kind. I appreciate the, the accolades. It definitely takes a village. Our goal uh, in delivering thought leadership for knowledge this year was to get beyond the service now view of the world. And we wanted to be sure that the content we were delivering to our attendees uh, made them think. And whether it's the topics of uh, 5G or um, farm to table or something beyond their everyday life, but yet relatable, how AI is affecting their everyday life. We really wanted to bring experts like Shep to the table to showcase conversations that are happening, but that are yet affecting us, even in our business and personal worlds. And so we really worked hard to... Um, grow a program for the first time at this event to include both internal experts, uh, the likes of Pat Waters and um, uh, Richard Murphy on our, our uh, workflow quarterly team, as well as tap our partner ecosystem. We know that partners like Accenture do research and EY and Deloitte, they do research uh, year round. And that research is about um, trending topics and that affect us every day. And so we've asked um, those partners to come to the table. EY, Scott Mason will be joining 
joining us talking about sustainability, for example. And then, of mm-hmm. course, we have mm-hmm. Shep. Uh, and Shep is really very well um, known in the customer service space. And his session, Be Amazing or Go Home, the title itself is mm-hmm. so exciting. I can't wait, can't wait to hear what he's going to share. Gina, thanks for that. That was excellent. Thank you so much. And I just want to ask you quickly, these, these are on demand and our attendees can add them to their agenda once the agenda builder opens uh, later this month. Is that, did I get it right, Gina? Totally. Totally. We are are recording these on demand. Uh, While we would love the interaction of a live experience, uh, we're really delighted that our our presenters were able to pivot and, and record their sessions in advance. We're excited. Okay, perfect. And now Shep, uh, please, can you tell us aside from, aside from the pasta and the, I want to talk about that another time. Don't get me wrong, but can you please tell us a little bit about your background, please? Sure. Well, I started to, to become enamored with customer service and experience at a very young age before I even knew that's what it was called. I was 12 years old. I had a birthday party magic show business that I'd started. And on my first magic show, which was a Wednesday afternoon after school, to a bunch of screaming little six-year-old kids. Uh, I was only 12 years old at the time. I came home after that show. I'd been paid $16. And my mom said, what are you going to do after dinner? And I thought the correct answer was homework, but I was wrong. It was go write a thank you note. And that was my first lesson in customer service. I love Treat that. Treat people right and show appreciation. Then my dad almost immediately chimed in and said, great idea. But he was always one-upping my mom. He said, <laughs> "He said, next week, call them, thank them again, meaning the parents. Yep. Thank the parents again. And then ask them, how'd you like the show? And when they tell you they loved it, say, well, what exactly did you like about it? What tricks were your favorites? And my dad said, get that feedback. And by the way, he used the word feedback. I didn't know that was important in business, but apparently it was. And he said, if you do a few shows and you keep asking about tricks, whatever tricks they talk about, great. But the ones they don't talk about, get rid of them and put in tricks they will talk about. Hence the concept of process improvement. And little did I know at age 12, I'm learning about appreciation, feedback and process improvement. And, you know, when I finally decided to do this right out of college, within a year or so out of college, I was just attracted to everything related to service and eventually experience because that's what uh, customer service for a while became customer experience and then experience morphed into something so much bigger. Mm -hmm. And that's my background. And I've been doing this, uh, I jokingly say since I was 12, but really (laughs) since pretty much right out of college. You know, and back then when I was paid $16, just to tell you how long ago it was, uh, in today's dollars, that's $2,479. That's incredible. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I didn't know that about you. Thank you so much for sharing that that piece of information. How fortunate. you are to have grown up like that or with your parents. Um, your session, as Gina mentioned previously, is entitled uh, Be Amazing or Go Home. I am so looking forward to attending this session. And then you say in the session description that being amazing is in everyone's grasp. Please tell us it more. It really is. Yeah. Sure. Tell me. So I have been preaching that amazing people and amazing companies aren't over the top. Everybody talks about, oh, we've got to wow our customers. Well, you get to wow your customers when there's a problem or a complaint, and then you have this opportunity to show how good you are. But day in and day out on what apparently would look like the mundane, routine tasks along the journey a customer might have or the interactions they might have with you, 
really, how do you make that amazing? Mm -hmm. And here's how you do it. It's simple. And we're going to talk about this in the speech. It's simply being a little better than average all of the time. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, average is, uh, if you to use another word, it's like, you know, I want to satisfy my customers. No, you don't. Satisfactory is average. On a scale of one to five, where one is bad and five is amazing, three is average. That's where satisfactory belongs. If you're just consistently and predictably a little bit above average mm-hmm. all of the time, you, people are going to say, they always return my call quickly. They're so now they're always knowledgeable when I call them and have questions and need support. They always get back to me. They always, uh, uh, even when there's a problem, I know I can always count on them. That word always followed by something positive. And when you hear that, you know, you're operating at the level of amazement, a little above average all of the time. That's the key. I am already inspired, truly. Uh, I cannot wait. I need to hear this. I need to hear this. Yeah. And we're going to talk about specific tactics and strategies that you can do on an individual and even a company basis Mm -hmm. to make that happen. So it's not just like, oh, here's pie in the sky. We want to get there. Here's five or six ways to actually get there and make it happen. I love it. And knowledge, I mean, how fitting. Knowledge is all about taking work to the next level. And it sounds like you're going to help our attendees take customer service to the next level. I mean, it really fits. So tell me who, let's talk about the who, who, who would benefit the most from your session? Wow. Well, I, I mean, personally, I believe customer service is not a department. Mm-hmm. It's not one person's job. It's an entire uh, culture. It's the philosophy that drives a company's experience. So uh, I'll selfishly say that everybody registered for this conference should come and listen to this session. Uh, And by the way, because it's going to be on demand, share it with their team members as well. I love it. That sounds perfect. Um, I could talk to you both all day, uh, but (laughs) we're going to have to wrap it up. This was a particularly exciting episode for me today, Shep. Thank you so much. Uh, for being our distinguished guest. And Gina, thank you so much uh, for, for being here today and for creating this thought leadership program. I, I firmly believe that we have only just begun um, with this part of the program for knowledge. So thank you for kicking us off. I'm thrilled that we're able to still do this <laughs> for our digital experience. And thank you both so much for your time. Shep, I can't wait for your session. Oh, me either. Thank you. And my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Heidi. Appreciate the time. With that, it's time to wrap up today's episode. Be sure to join us again for more episodes. You can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at No365 and subscribing to our channel. If you haven't registered for the Knowledge 2020 Digital Experience just yet, you can do so by heading to the Register for Knowledge link in the description of this episode, and it is free to register. We'll see you next time on Knowledge is Going Digital. Thank you for listening.